Fix it in post. Fix it in post. Nasty, Xavier, brothers, welcome to Dead Man's Hollow. Xavier, you've been in Dead Man's Hollow before in the past, and Nasty, this is your first time going into the Hollow. Uh, welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, you guys ready to go? We gotta sell the show a little more, Connor. Oh well. Like, um... what's the concept? <laughs> I don't know that it needs a separate concept selling, but okay. Uh, Dead Man's Hollow is a former industrial valley south of Pittsburgh. And on the podcast, Are We Doing This? Uh, the co-hosts have been uh, encountering Dead Man's Hollow over time, and it's gotten creepier and creepier. And that is going to continue right now. Shall we? We shall. Yeah. Clavier and Clashty, you two awake on foreign shores. The ocean in this particular case is the hot magma of the earth, the kind of endless well of rock that is constantly churning and moving its way up towards the mantle and sometimes incorporating itself into the crust. Other times it's pieces of ancient oceans which have uh, sort of become seafloors which have been cooked by their closeness to the mantle and then come back as rock but in either case you guys are loose collections of silica and ocean debris kind of like smashed together into a big pile of clay buried deep in a sandstone cliff high above Dead Man's Hollow what do you do? Plashti will try to move fingers on one of his hands to see if he can find any, get any purchase within the clay in the cliff. Oh, yeah, these are metaphors that the material of you hasn't quite caught up to. But, yeah, the particles that make up the Clashti do start to align in a direction and you know there are some shifts and cracks in the earth as this one particular piece of the larger chunk of clay starts to differentiate itself uh clavier do you also kind of cleave off from the larger ball of clay yes how do you do that what how are you yearning for freedom What's my what's my loadout? Do I have a loadout? Oh well, I mean you're like sixty percent silica and like thirty percent serpentine and a fair amount of whatever I'm missing that uh, makes it clay. So geologists, please email us. If I'm clay, can I just stick to the thing we're trying to grab? I mean, you're trying to like exit from. You're, you're, you are the hillside, man. You're trying to become a clavier, clashty. You, you sort of sense with what strange rock senses that you have beautiful pebbles above you. Deep, deep blue. Xavier, are you trying to get out of this place? What are you up to? Yes, I'm, I'm trying to get out. I'm, I'm trying to climb my way up. Climbing, again, is is tough when you're just 
I don't know, li liquefy and liquid my way up. Oh, there we go. Yeah, viscosity. <laughs> the clavier starts to slip and slide and become a a more fluid kind of a clay as it moves its way away from the, the sort of mother mass of clay that you two were born into. Clashty, what do you do? What, what's happening now? Uh, Clashty senses these deep blue pebbles above his uh, perception of self and will... Do you know what they are? Do you understand? Uh, yes. The... What are they? they they're, 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 they're my eyes. eyes. And so when I make that connection in my consciousness, uh, you can I can see suddenly through see through my eyes. I can see over the hillside into Dead Absolutely. Man's Hollow. And what you see is hundreds and hundreds of clay men. Claviers, clay jays, Clysics, cloners. <clears throat> I thought it was cloners. Cloners? Cloners. The bar. <laughs> moving around constantly. Some of them are going towards the back of the valley, mining for clay. Others of them are working a huge wooden building in the center of the valley. Uh, some others of them are moving large terracotta pots and pipes around in a vast yard. And you can see that there's kind of a troop of cloners and Clysics that are coming towards the mass of clay that you guys are in. And they're um, carving clay right out of the... They're quarrying, right? You guys are about to be quarried, you hope. Xavier, what do you do? I, I I liquefy some more and like try to try to spill onto the ground. You assist, Clashty. Uh, yes, Clashty will assist the Clavier. All right, between Clashty's sight and between Clavier's liquefaction, you two manage to really disentangle yourself from the mother mass of clay and to bring yourself right up to the sort of open uh, face of the of the quarry wall here up in the high sandstone cliffs above the hollow and gently, carefully and joyously the Clysics and the Cloners carve you guys from the earth they carry you down to the hollow. They bring you out to the river. They show you the great deep burning pits. And they throw you into them. And you bake. How does it feel to bake? It's hot. I don't like it. Oh, but you were born of the earth, Clavier. Don't you love heat? into the earth. Molded by it. <laughs> I... I didn't. I didn't. Exactly. But no, you want you want to be a little more liquid. I understand, but that's not. It's not who you are. You know, and the Xaviers that are tending to the great burning pits, they call down to you, become a Xavier. This is the way. Do you understand, little Clavier? 
You have to become stiffened. You have to become yes. clay. You have to be fired and cast. Nasty, how are you liking the baking process? Clashty. The Clashy enjoys the embakening because he looks forward to being able to uh, walk the valley that is for such a long time eyes could only see. Right. Longing is something that can be completed. Uh, to have agency, to be able to take action. Oh, it's a joy, isn't it, Clash Team? Indeed. And Clavier, you feel your small clay arms hardening and your clay chest sort of forming together. You're becoming uh, sort of a two-foot-tall clay man, a very small Clavier. And these, these limbs, they bend and they move. They give you agency in the world. Do you understand? Yes. I can go anywhere. Do you have a I climbing speed? Yes. All right. Your climbing speed is 30, as is your walking speed. And as soon as you're kind of ready to go, what what do you do, man? You're down in the fire pit. Am I done being made? Well, you're mobile. It is the clave you're done? You think you are. I mean, your limbs have agency, your body can move, you seem whole. Stay down in the fires for another turn. Stay down in the fires for another turn. Clash team. Just to ensure. You feel yourself begin to harden and become kind of a broad-shouldered, blue-eyed, clay man. Also about two feet tall, but a little bit heftier and uh, a little bit more like a wall. Claviers are a lot more like little beanstalks. With the firing, I will st- start making my way towards the wall of the fire pit. Absolutely. As you do, the claviers above you guys who are attending to the pits pause their work and watch. Once I make my way to the wall, I'll begin to climb. Do you have a climbing speed? Yes. You have a climbing speed as well? Oh, okay. Is it as fast as Xavier? Probably not. Okay. You begin to climb the wall. Clavier, what do you do? I also make my way to the edge. You start to climb the wall as well? Mm Mm-hmm. The claviers above, the full-grown claviers, they drop their tools and they begin to clap. (laughs) Faster and faster. They clap. What do you guys do? Keep climbing. Yes. You're going to overtake your brother, Xavier. Is that okay? I will help my brother along. As you guys reach the top, the clapping slows to a halt. Clavier, Clashty, you both reach with your hands and arrive at the top at the same time, almost holding hands, almost lift each other out of the pit together. Congratulations. You have arrived in Dead Man's Hollow. Now, 
many moons pass and you two grow taller and taller your clay forms fill out you wake up some nights and you're just a bigger clay self years go by now you guys are sort of teen clay people young clavier young clashty what's a normal day like for you not quite with a job yet but certainly interested in the activity of the fellow playmen all around you the people to fight you want people to fight clavier clavier's a maverick clavier's a maverick 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 are there people to fight yes or no well there aren't people but this valley is sometimes sort of beset upon by shadow snakes Clash, do you understand about shadow snakes? I do not. Clavier, do you understand about shadow snakes? No. Oh, well, one of the clay jays sits you two down and says, Listen up, boys. Shadow snakes, I'm only going to talk to you about this once, okay? They're awful. They're like some big fucking snakes. And they're purple and shit and black. And, you know, I mean, like... You have to give them credit. Their scales are amazing. Their iridescence is incredible. Uh, They're clearly extremely expensive snakes. I must insist that you all know. Stop it. They're very expensive snakes. (laughs) And they're terrible. (laughs) They're going to eat you up, man, and that's no good. You understand? Stay away from snakes. Don't step on snack. No step on snack. And with that, the clay jake dismisses you two with a wave of his clay hand. Does he have a glass of clay bourbon in his hand? Oh, absolutely. He throws <laughs> it at Clashty's face. What the fuck did you do that for? Right. Clavier, is that any way for a clay jake to treat a, a Clashty? No. But what are you going to do about it, Clavier? Going to punch his fucking face in. You're going to attack a clay jake? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, um, roll for initiative. That's the 20, right? Yeah, d20. Seven. Ooh, crit fail. Oh, oh, god. Clash oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. The Clay J rolled a 19, so... We're doomed. <laughs> blame, blame you, Clavier. So what'll happen, Clavier, is that uh, you're, you're going to get one attack roll in before kind of anyone's turn starts. This is a surprise round, um, and so you can get kind of a single action in, which seems like you're going to punch the Clay J in the face. Um, after which, regular combat turns begin, and the Clay J has sort of full use of his facilities and, and turn uh, actions, you know, at his 19. Uh, do you attack the clay jay? Yes. You punch him right in the snout. Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh my God! You absolutely punch the clay jay right in the snout. Um, roll a, a d6 for damage. Six. You knock his block off, Xavier. Oh my God! I've killed him. The clay jay, headless, just immediately freezes up into its clay form, and falls back lifeless on the ground. Clashty, what do you do? Your brother has just murdered another brother. What have you done? I did it for you. 
I couldn't stand watching him throw glasses at people anymore. I didn't ask you to do that, Clavier. I wanted to. I, I turn, because I need to go report this to the other uh, Clays. Right. A body found. Body exactly. reported. And Clavier is sus AF. Jazz break! <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, that's a brilliant jazz break, which is good, um, because I'm going to go uh, start a cup of tea and pause for about a minute. So uh, we can all pause for about a minute. Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Uh, yeah. This is fun? You don't feel railroaded or overmanaged? No, not at all. This is... Uh... Uh, in this in this case, it's uh, having a clear direction is not a bad thing. All right, so where were we at? Uh, Clash T, can you kind of bring us yes. up to speed again? So before we broke for tea, um, a Clay J was uh, telling Clavier and I about the shadow snakes. And how we should never step on them. And then at the end of it, he threw a clay tumbler of clay whiskey at me, prompting Clavier to come to my defense. And he broke his fucking head off. For this just one punch. Right, and and that's what you tell the the clay J wardens that that come arrive to survey the scene. I said I didn't. I didn't ask him to to do that. He just he just did it. Yeah, these saviors just do whatever they want, huh? Says Detective Clay J. Clay comma J, if you will. Clay comma J. Detective Clay. Comma J. <laughs> the comma Simon. Just like my bullets. Bet it. Bet it. Absolutely. Well, this is quite damning evidence, boys, says Detective Clay J. Clavier, you've done a terrible thing, and we Clay J's are going to be keeping our eyes on you. But for now, you you got to go bury what you killed. Clavier, do you understand? I have to go, I have to go bury the body of the Clay J. Mm-hmm. Is this like a burial burial, or can I Viking funeral it? Send him back down to the magma to be recast. Ooh, yeah, you do that by burying. Maybe burning and burying. Okay. Well, I take the clay J out to a field, and I light him on fire. It's hard to write light clay on fire, but you do know that beyond the bounds of the hollow, there are wooden trees that grow which you could go gather and burn I go I go gather go gather trees alright you cut them down with your sharp clay hands Clash did you help at all yeah I did my part and I am now going to help Xavier with this Xavier Clavier, yeah. D- despite despite never asking for Clavier's help, you you will help bury the clay jay, burn and bury the clay jay. 
You two gather uh, wood in the forest beyond the hollow. Uh, the, the real forest made of real trees, not the clay trees that, that you guys have there in, in Dead Man's Hollow. You bring branches, you build a big fire, drag the clay body of, of the clay jay overlord and toss him on there. Dusk falls. We pour a bottle of uh, uh, Pappy Van Clayle onto the fire too. Absolutely, it roars with strange flames, green and red and purple and yellow and orange. Clay Jay's strange clay body turns odd colors as the glazes melt. It crackles and hardens and breaks. You guys can almost seem to make out words in the edge of the clay jay as it fires in this big open wooden bonfire. Make a perception check, Clashty, and make one as well, Clavier. Clashty, you have extremely good perception. Uh, Clavier, your perception is uh, less good. It's like a plus two. Clashty, you have like a plus seven. Oh, okay. So with that, I got a, uh, with the plus seven, that's a 14. And Clavier? 18 plus two, so 20. Okay. Just beyond your sight, Class D, because you, you kind of looked right into the fire and, and you weren't able to catch this, but Clavier, you, you do. You see maybe 100 feet off, right at the edge of the, the real woods, the, the, the wooden woods, not the clay woods, on this open field that's kind of between the the back corner of Dead Man's Hollow and the, the rest of the larger Allegheny forest, um, the eastern woodlands of the United States, you see a pair of red eyes watching you two. And then they disappear into the dark. Do I have dark vision? No, you were unable to perceive what was looking at you, but you know that the two of you were watched as the Clay Jay was burned. And you two take the Clay Jay back to Dead Man's Hollow. Now you're back at the scene of the crime. A hole has been dug by some of the other Claviers in your absence. Claviers know to stick together. And um, you guys can throw the, the sort of burnt body of the Clay Jay in. Okay. We throw the body of the Clay Jay in. No ceremony? Any last words, Clashty? Clavier, anything to say about this overlord that threw whiskey at you? Someday, our people will rise above you, Clay J, and you will be our subservient. Someday, your people will rise above him, above the Clay Jays, all of them. Feels like prophecy, doesn't it, Clavier? Yes. Clashty, do you feel it as well? I do, with a sense of foreboding. Indeed, years go by. Again, many moons turn. Within a couple of those moons, very quickly, in the place where the clay jay was buried, a black oak tree springs up. It's clay. It's one of these clay trees that Dead Man's Hollow is made out of. It's new. It hasn't ever grown this species or this particular tree in this particular place. And it just emerges from the ground and, and almost overnight kind of new segments of it 
uh, seem to appear or kind of push out of the ground like um, like pipework kind of coming out quickly as if it's being cast in place and kind of built up from within. Do you understand? Yes. Okay. Good. The shadow of the mighty black oak grows larger and larger over time and Clavier, Clashty, you, you two have been working for quite a long time in Dead Man's Hollow now. Um, sometimes you patrol the borders, uh, often um, to try to fight the shadow snakes. Clavier, what's your preferred method of dispatching these snakes? Do you rip them in half? Do you uh, stomp on them? What What do you do? They're, they're like living shadows made of sort of thick, oozing jelly. I'm a snake stomper, personally. You're a snake stomper. Clash T, do, do you enjoy uh, kind of patrolling for shadow snakes? Are you more of a... What what uh, kind of um, uh, value creation do you... Value adding do you do in this uh, sort of large uh, clay factory valley that you make a home in? Clash D spends more time watching the edges of Dead Man's Hollow looking for intruders. And sometimes that can be shadow snakes, but other times it can be people or creatures. Absolutely, absolutely. And shadow snakes are not the only visitors to the hollow. You know, it's the foreign shores of a great many different places and all kinds of different things and humans and, uh, time travelers and dimension travelers wash up, don't they? Clash T, yes. tell me about the day that you saw the Clavier fall to the Shadow Snakes. What happened? Clavier saw a Shadow Snake and as is his way, proceeded to begin stomping it. Uh, he did not realize that in the shadows beyond his peripherals several more crept forward and uh, got behind him and then he was overtaken absolutely I'm dying Clavier there's a shadow snake that has wrapped its entire mouth it's taken your hand and put it in its mouth it has basically become an attachment to your arm it is biting your arm by putting your arm down its throat Another shadow snake's doing the same thing to your other arm. The third shadow snake is wrapping itself around your frame. You're a powerful and fast clavier. What what do you do? You've never fought three at once, but you could. Um, can can I use the arm snakes to attack the torso snake? Wow. Like smack the torso snake with the arm snakes. Yeah, go for it. I guess roll Roll a um, roll a nature check to just kind of see if you can intuit how to how to use the arm snakes 14. as part of. Oh, okay, all right. You you quickly realize that yeah, if you just move your whole arm, that snake is kind of it's jelly-like, but it's obligated to follow in whip-like fashion. It's a it's along for the ride. Along for <laughs> the ride, and so I guess make two attack rolls against the the snake that's trying to coil itself around you. Let me just grab a second 20 here quick. Clash T, are you... You see this go down. I mean, do you call out? Do you... What do you do? 
Uh, Got a 14 and a 9. One of your hits lands, Clavier, and the other one does not. That snake kind of exerts some self-control over its body and and causes it to miss. But the the hit that does hit, uh, I guess roll 2d6 damage. One second, I have to go get more d6s out of the bag. Meanwhile, Clashy, I mean, you're seeing sort of the Clavier being uh, jumped by these three snakes, and you're over by the rest of the group, you know. I mean, like, you watch, but, like, with your very good eyes, but you're... You're back sort of closer to the main Dead Man's Hollow industrial. I got a uh, four and a five. A four and a five. All right. The the snake that's wrapping itself around you is, is dead. The two snakes on your arms, they, they struggle. Uh, roll some more nature checks. Clash T, are, are you taking any action at all? Yes, I will grab a clay branch that has fallen nearby, and I will break it again towards one end so that there's a sharp point to it and I will go and I'm going to try and stab uh, some of the remaining snakes on Clavier. I got a 17 on that nature check. That's great. That's Clavier, you didn't really realize that you had this in you, but, but you are proficient in nature checks. You are a Clavier that seems to care. And so you actually get sort of a, a plus three that you didn't even know was part of your deal. This was a skill that was hidden even to your own mind. And so with that, you absolutely succeed. The, the shadow snakes calm themselves. They like being attached to your arms. You, you can tell that they're taking a bit of the heat from you and kind of converting it into a soul-sucking void of cold and nothingness. But that's just kind of like... You know, I mean, they're just nibbling. Um, That's just, this how, they is work. how they roll. Nashley, you're approaching the clavier with with this broken branch. Yes. All right. As you broke the the branch earlier, um, the trees, you guys, uh, even the sort of sharp, pinnate leaves of of the black oak, they they do make an incredible amount of noise. It's hard to be subtle, and so. Breaking a branch, you get a deep sort of resonant vibe, and that draws the attention of, of a lot of the clay men around the different brothers. And in addition to you, a couple of clay jays start coming over to see what's happening with this shadow snake, Clavier, and um, and you with your sticks. I'm going to try and stab one of the snakes. All right, Clavier, uh, I guess Clash T roll an attack roll, and um, with a plus plus four for strength, I guess. Um, but no proficiency, because it's just a stick. Yep. Clavier, uh, what do you do? How do you respond to the stick being thrust at one of the snake arms you have? Go for defense. You go for defense? Oh, wow, okay. Um, whoa. Uh, well, you're like a big clay man. I guess we'll adjudicate this by you rolling an attack roll as well, right? I mean, you're sort of nothing but battle surfaces, so I think you guys 18. are... 18. Just... 18? Oh, my God. All right. And, Clash D, what was your roll? Uh, with proficiency. Uh, with your strength, it was a total of 16. Okay, yes. wow. You guys both hit each other. Yeah, um, Clash D, roll for damage. That's a, a stick. Let's call it 2d4. Clavier, uh, you got the snake arms. That's 2d6. I only did three. I did a three and a four. Three total. All right. 
Clavier, you swing one of your snake arms at Clash D, and he takes his stick, and he pins that arm to the ground. It's not useless, but the snake is in great pain. With your other arm, though, you give quite a wallop to Clash D's uh, sort of pelvic area and legs, and Clash D snaps in half, Clavier. You... Oh my god, I've killed him. He's not dead. He's just immobilized. Um, this is a sort of more common occurrence. Not as bad as getting your block knocked off, but... Um, this happens frequently. Right, and, you know, legs are quite smashable, arms are quite smashable. Uh, separating the head from the body is, is often bad, and smashing the head, as you did to that Clay J so many years ago, that's not good. Clavier, the three Js, the Clay Js that have followed Clash D, they approach you now as well. Your one uh, shadow snake arm is pinned to the ground, your other is, is you know ready to go how many clay jays can i hit with uh one shadow snake arm let's find out buddy um i guess roll <laughs> roll an attack roll 14 okay uh and what was your what was the bonus that we were giving that i don't remember what did i have a bonus was it plus four i think it was plus four that sounds right okay um 18 cool all right you hit the first clay jay uh, roll another uh, d20. 16. All right, you definitely hit the second play, J. And roll another d20. 13. All right. Plus that, four is... Uh... Yeah, that would have been a miss. His AC is 18. So uh, you had just hit and then really hit and then not hit. Okay. Those were sequential. Uh, so if you had failed one earlier, you just wouldn't have gotten to the other ones. Uh, this okay. is the secret power of the snake arm is that you can make this kind of chain attack uh so go ahead and roll one damage roll and that'll be the same for both uh the first clay jay and the second clay jay six. Oh my gosh well they're pretty young clay jays and they don't totally know what they're doing so those two clay jays smash in half <laughs> yes the third clay jay attacks you he looks extremely angry and he starts screaming at you. You're going to get demoted for this, man. You are never going to work in this town again. <laughs> Picks up two of his brother's arms, flings them at you. Double attacks. A 17 and an 18. Plus some bonuses. They both hit. And for damage, Clay J just threw some arms at you, man. That's, like, D6 plus 1 each. So 2D6 plus 2. The first D6 is a 6. The second D6 is a 10. 12 damage, Clavier. You're... You and you already lost your one snake arm. Clavier, you're done. Those two Clay J arms, one of them impales you right in the chest. The other one breaks and smashes and destroys your remaining shadow snake arm. Clash, do you watch your brother die? I feel very little sympathy 
given that he just turned on me for no reason. I'll just try to gather the broken pieces of my legs uh, towards me. Do I have any final words? Absolutely. The Clay J looks down and has the final words for you, Clavier. He um, would spit on your grave, but you guys are made of clay. That's kind of antithetical to how you guys work. But the Clay J does look over at Clashty and says, We will not burn this one. We will not bury him. We will push this Clavier into the river. They just stare back at him with my uh, bright eyes. Clashy years go by, moon after moon, cycle after cycle, more work, more creation of new Clay Jays, Claviers, Clashties, Clysics, Cloners, all of them, all of the different lines of Claymen. Sometimes shipping containers descend from the sky, your brothers are loaded onto them, or just the sort of clay pellets that your brothers began as pre-firing and then cables drop and pull them up again. Clashty, your life is routine until the day that Clagent J arrived in town. <laughs> Clagent J. Secret Clagent J. Secret Clagent J. Carry on, Connor. Xavier, that's you, buddy. Oh, oh God, I'm Cla- I'm Clagent J. <laughs> the Jazz is coming from inside the house. <laughs> we can stop now. So it's up to Nashty. Nashty, how'd it go? I think it went very well. It was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's I got a message from Connor out of the blue, uh, saying if I, asking if I wanted to hop in, and uh, here we are. It was a good time. This has been Dead Man's Hollow, an after-show side project with Connor, Nasty, and Xavier, three internet friends who have no idea what they're doing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> now recording. No. Now we can kill Craig. Okay, I'm gonna blast him in the head. <laughs> Things that get blasted in the head. Absolutely. <laughs> Forgot about that bit. And.